welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast, where we talk about all things sustainable fat loss. We take people on 90-day journeys to creating fat loss forever. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome back to the Breaking 90 podcast. I have the distinct pleasure today of hosting, and I've got such a special guest on today. If you're not watching on YouTube and you're just listening, I am here with my boss and um, one of my favorite people in the world, uh, our head coach, his wife, Devin Harriman. How are you? Good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, this is a treat. And I think it's going to be a treat for all of our listeners too, because what are we doing today, Devin? Um, We may be talking a little bit about our head coach, Alex. some free reign here to kind of share some things. Perfect. I think this is going to be a lot of fun um, for a number of reasons. And I I actually don't know what direction we're going to take this in, but um, we talked about kind of like humanizing the coach. Yes. Yep. Okay, cool. (laughs) She's already laughing. This is perfect. Um, I think like we wanted to do this for a couple of reasons, specifically still to give listeners um, great value, of course, and hopefully to make you laugh too. Uh, But people come into these programs where they're looking for progress in their weight loss and in their health and fitness journey. And coaches can kind of end up on a pedestal. Yes. Yeah, sometimes for sure. Yeah. So what we thought we would do is talk about Alex as a human. Um, and he he's great at that. So I will say that too. This is probably no surprise to him that this is going to air. Um, yeah, we thought we'd have some fun today so that people can have a laugh and enjoy um, enjoy the journey that we're all basically going on, right? Absolutely. Okay, cool. So is it good to hand it over to you at this point for story one? Sure. I mean, I have been trying to think of stories. Alex and I have been putting up with each other, I'll say maybe for a very long time. Um, So I have kind of that background of his growth as um, a trainer from very early on and his passion um, that way. But I have been possibly his toughest client. So if there's anyone listening that thinks that they're going to give their coaches a run for their money, I can assure you that I've probably one-upped you a few times and Alex has still continued to have a passion and drive to support and help um, lots of other people who are going through kind of that process of weight loss or building muscle and all of those things. Um, Alex started out at the YMCA as a personal trainer with one of his really good friends and I thought it would be a good idea to start to do weightlifting. Yeah. Um, Not really thinking about what that would entail if you've ever just kind of dived into weightlifting And he would come to the gym with me and he would have all of my exercises laid out for me. He would model them for me. He was very patient because I wouldn't talk to him for about two hours after a workout. Um, I had this thing against squats. So you, if you can think of your one activity that you hate, squats was it for me for whatever reason. So if he told me I had to do squats, instantly I would go silent. Instantly I wouldn't look at him. I would do the exercise very angry. (laughs) Um, because he told me to do it but there was no communication for a little while after that and he still came to the gym with me every day he still supported me and pushed me through it and now it's just part of my workout but uh I'm definitely one of his toughest clients that he's ever had I love this okay can we dissect this because this is really something special 
I think we can illustrate a lot of different things here. We always talk about not letting your spouse be the person that holds you accountable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The reasons that Devin is mentioning, right? So it's like, I don't want to do this thing. The trainer knows probably what's best for you, in which case your your spouse, if you're listening, probably isn't your trainer. Um, But when they're saying, did you get those squats in? And they know that they're risking you not talking to them for the next two hours or you withholding from them, that gets rough in the house, especially when there's kids involved. Um, I also like Devin's a teacher, so you can imagine the death stare that she's like mastered already, right? And now that's being aimed at Alex. Yes, probably. (laughs) I yeah, I feel for him. Yeah, I love that. Um, but also to to kind of bring it to not the lighter side, but the the more human side is just illustrating like the empathy and compassion that both of you can always circle back to. Um, because you can always, from what I see, what I witness in the two of you is that you can always keep the goal at the center of things um, and not seeing each other as the problem. And and that's pretty exceptional for a lot of couples to be able to do. Thank you. Yes, for sure. Okay, so talk to us more about Alex. Uh, so if you know Alex, I've always laughed. He will say that clients are often intimidated by him. And so because I am around him all the time. I never see that side of him or view him that way. So I always get a good laugh um, when I hear that he's intimidating because he's the kindest, um, easygoing person. He likes to joke around. If you are on his good side, he will often joke with you, but it comes across very serious. Um, And so oftentimes if he picks up on that, he's going to use it and he's going to leverage it to push you. Um, But know that he's always going to be that person that you can confide in. So again, I ignored him at the gym for two hours and he was still okay to continue to do this with me and support me. Um, So I think it's a pretty great kind of personality trait for Alex. Yeah, I love that because this can be an intimidating journey to begin with if you don't know what you're doing or where you're starting. And um, his humor is a great icebreaker for a lot of people, right? Um, Humor just kind of softens everyone, I think. Um, Alex has a, a specifically dry sense of humor. Would you call it that? I think that's accurate. Yeah. And he's also got like um, deadpan too. So oftentimes like if he, if he thinks he can get a rise out of you, but also confuse you a little bit to put you just, just a little bit of discomfort, you know, into that place of discomfort um, that uh, it creates a really interesting and fun rapport, I would say. And I've seen a lot of clients respond really well to it over the years. Yeah, it's great. It's entertaining. I think it makes challenging situations a little lighter. So it's yeah, great. Absolutely. And I think it makes accessing knowledge that is also potentially intimidating um, a little bit more accessible. Yeah, I yeah. would agree. Cool. Oh, you're talking actually kinder about him than I anticipated when you first, oh. when can I get on this podcast? <laughs> He's going to be listening. You know that, right? I will have to endure the yeah. chirping later. I know both of our asses are on the line here in different ways. I need this job at the end of the podcast. That's fair. <laughs> All right. What else? Um, I, so fitness is obviously a big piece for Alex and for myself. Emerson, when um, I was pregnant, we always talked about how we always wanted to live a lifestyle that he could look up to, that he could see that we were taking care of ourselves. Um, so it's always been really important for both of us at home to find that time to kind of show him that it's important to be active, whatever that might be. Um, But I was just thinking today he came down in like a muscle shirt 
Um, and as of Alex or Emerson. Oh, Emerson. <laughs> I can't, Alex wears them. Let's not talk about my preference on that. Um, but Emerson last year, we would try to put them on him and he would cry. Yeah. And refuse to wear muscle shirts because he flat out did not want muscles. So thinking about Alex and I and our hope that Emerson would take on this love of fitness would cry over wearing a muscle shirt because he didn't want to have muscles. And so navigating that as parents being that we're very active um, was a very interesting challenge for us. And in a year we've come full circle and we have muscle shirts being worn by our kiddo. Cool. And you guys, you guys also parent in a really um, beautiful way that's supporting, you know, a young, emotionally intelligent, regulated human being, which is amazing. Yeah, heck yeah. Um, I could talk about that all day in a separate podcast. So how did you navigate that? Because like, that's, that's the first time I've ever heard of a kid being like, I don't like or want muscles. And we didn't expect it knowing that with Alex's job with being in the gym as frequently as he tends to be. And we didn't expect that reaction. We thought he'd want to be in the gym having muscles. Um, so to say that we laughed, tried very hard not to, but we kind of had that parent moment where you laugh about it. Um, but then we just kind of supported him through, he doesn't have to have muscles. He doesn't have to wear the shirts um, and just found different ways for him to be active. Um, maybe that he didn't realize he was being as active that didn't involve weights or those pieces. This is really cute. And I, I super wasn't anticipating the story though. I've, though I've enjoyed it and heard it before. Um, we get that same or similar request with clients. So I know you're talking about your kiddo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got women specifically who come in and say basically the same thing. And, and myself included when I started where it was just like, I don't want to be big. I don't want to be too muscular. Right. And his, again, building in his humor was like, that doesn't happen by accident. You're not just going to like wake up and look like a bodybuilder. Um, but I, I love that you're bringing it up because it, I think it really illustrates for people how coaches can navigate different goals, um, where they might have one idea of maybe what you want to achieve, but you start to articulate it in a different way. Um, and then the creative problem solving that's involved to figure out, okay, how can we keep you active in a way that you enjoy? something that's going to push you outside your comfort zone, but not push you to a place of, um, I'll say paralysis, like going into that survival mode of freeze or flight, yep. uh, really keeping you still engaged so that you are happy with whatever your journey is actually going to look like. Yeah, absolutely. I think roles that take place in our house with our kiddo, I mean, they apply to adults as well. We just don't sometimes see it that way. And we forget that we can have someone who helps us be accountable and find the right paths to get what we need um, because we don't have all the answers. So he's really great at that um, as a coach as well. Mm-hmm. I I want to bring up one thing, but I want to keep you, I want to let you take, like keep going. But I, go for it. I want to talk about his level of competition. Like I've, I've seen you two in action in your competition and I think it's brilliant and fun and beautiful. So what, what does that look like in your household? Um, I think it only surfaces at certain times. So I feel like oftentimes you might see it, um, with him just in sports, in any other activities, video games, um, certain pieces, he just naturally will become competitive. Um, not in a way where you feel bad about yourself if you're up against him. Um, but it just kind of pushes you that much further. So I am also competitive 
at times. And so it just eggs each other on. It helps with being accountable, um, having fitness challenges on our watches, knowing that I can't let him win, I'll admit, um, which means that we may have had a few instances of both of us climbing up and down the stairs before bed to make sure that we get the calorie goals to beat the other person. Yeah, especially if he's on shift and I know he can't do anything about it. Um, so we're both very competitive, but it has its pros, I think, at the end of the day, and it's all in good fun. So, yeah, and and you can see that I love it. <laughs> yeah, specifically remember having pool competitions of you guys having to like leverage yourself out of the pool. That was especially fun. Um, but I think about how he translates that into our monthly challenges for members, where sure there's an element of competition with each other but mainly you're in competition with yourself which is really cool um and it's always about pushing that personal best um whether whether or not it's a comfort zone it might just be figuring out um in a really fun way your own limitations or pushing your what you thought were your physical limitations which is really cool and i see i see both of you do that and incorporate that yeah okay so back to you Oh, I don't know. I feel like in the moment when it's like, I have all these really great stories that I can share about Alex. So as soon as you sit down, you're like, oh my gosh, where do you go? Um, and so if we're thinking about fitness, I have seen all of the different things that he's tried and enjoyed or maybe not enjoyed. So from firefit competitions where he thought he was going to die at the end, because that's something that's fun for him. Um, I've witnessed that which not really sure why anyone would want to feel that way um to other simple sports he's basically willing to try anything and I asked him what kind of fitness things he's done if I can't remember and it's been like only small things like intermittent fasting so just so we know he hasn't tried any wild or crazy fitness nutrition um, journeys he's kept it pretty streamlined and based on what he's learned but just his choices of activities sometimes are a little extreme okay coming from a woman who does 45 minutes straight on a stairmaster just for people to understand yeah you I'm talking to you um but yeah I do love that so what I think is really cool too is that um he brings such a level of common sense and I know that might sound silly and I don't mean that to be facetious in any way he is such a logical thinker that he would look at some of the extreme, you know, dietary lifestyles, let's say, or diets, period. Um, and there's always a, a desire, as far as I can see, to find the sensibility in it, right? Find the sensibility, find the sustainability, um, and really scrutinize things. There isn't just like a, hey, this is a trend, so let's try this and incorporate it. There's mm -hmm. always what is the most sustainable thing that's going to be safest for your body while still pushing for for progress and enjoyment I don't I don't see him try things on that are not also going to be enjoyable in life which I think is something that a lot of our well all of our members are benefiting from because we, we want you to enjoy life to its fullest which Alex is all about oh 100% if we couldn't have our pizza and our ice cream and all of those things that we enjoy in life um, it takes away so much of that happiness I mean so while I shouldn't as I think about don't use food as a motivator so don't <laughs> don't loop that in about pizza being a motivator but yeah <laughs> I it's 
you guys, the way that you have structured your life, the way that you've structured your family, like it's just, it's in such a beautiful way. It's geared toward connection as far as I can see um, with, within to your own selves, which is really cool. Cause you guys operate really, um, really independently. And then also are able to come together as this whole family unit with, um, with just such an idea of what healthy connection looks like and support. Um, and I think that is probably the biggest added bonus of someone going through a program like this, right? So people often enter it because they have a goal for their own health and fitness, whether that's to lose weight or, you know, gain strength or anything like that. And it's an independent goal, but the effects that it has on the family itself actually creates more connection um, and opportunity for hopefully more enjoyment in life. Um, and you guys live by example. Say so we try to. So again, knowing that independent goals, when we come into this, sometimes we reach that point where there's something we want to change or do, but having the support at home um, kind of brings everyone together in that journey. But also I think we have more success when we know that there's someone that we can kind of turn to, whether it's someone at home or a friend, um, but it really helps to push you along in your goals. And so I'm guilty of the hot chocolate every day, the blizzard from DQ when I was growing up, like when you can get away with these things, admittedly. Um, but Alex really brought to the table that importance for nutrition and understanding why we need to maybe find a balance um, that I totally did not have uh, early on. Are you talking back to like when you were 16 and dating? Yeah, but we've been together the whole time. I know. <laughs> so wild so when did you feel like you started adopting this as like an actual lifestyle um so I think once Alex wrapped up school college and then went into forest firefighting and came out of that it became really um kind of that big piece for both of us we started to notice obviously um as you get older and not that we were old in our 20s but things just aren't the same as they were in high school and the importance of kind of maintaining a healthy lifestyle to make things easier for us and just feel better um we kind of, kind of guided how we changed what we were eating what we were doing mm, cool I okay so I'm not sure how I want to ask this question but I'm I'm, I'm stuck on when you said like how he can seem intimidating because I mm -hmm. that means a lot and I actually signed up and said to him like you are someone I find intimidating and I don't want to disappoint you so I would like to be your client <laughs> because that's going to motivate me yep. um, how how do you see him kind of break through that feeling of intimidation that a client has? Like, how do you see him actually penetrate where there is rapport built aside from the humor? Um, I think it's just his knowledge and the way that he comes across um, in a humble way. So it's not that he's just throwing all of these things at you because he knows it and he thinks it's best for someone, but he does it in a way where he leads you to find what fits best in your lifestyle and it's not a one size fits all and he works with you to get there and it's not um, again pushed upon you in a way that is obnoxious and so you start to really trust and value what he's going to tell you or what you are going to work through because you know that he can support you in a way that's positive that's cool just to to add to what you're saying because that's that's actually a perfect answer I'm I'm also thinking too like the way that you had worded it, he really involves individuals to reflect upon themselves. So he's, like you said, he's not throwing information at you. Um, we're asking you to actually reflect on how you feel affected by how you're implementing information that we're giving you. Um, and there's such an, there's such a component of him being such a great listener. 
Uh, and that's true for, for the other coaches on, on staff as well. But when I think about Alex working with the majority of our, our clients, most people in life don't experience a good active listener. And it's so essential within a coach. But I think what this program also does is it opens up um, people's, oh, how do I say this? Like it unlocks something that you're actually going to be heard, that you're going to be valued, right? And mm -hmm. it actually pushes you to want to strive for more because someone is there offering you that that kind and considerate feedback and validation. Um, he's just, he just, well, you both seem to have a natural gift for that. And I know you work hard at it too. I don't want to undermine that either. Okay. Yeah, it's neat. I, uh, this is he is listening maybe for his <laughs> job as coaching and then at home. No, I'm just kidding. He's, he's really great at home too. Um, I just can't have us pumping him up too much for when he hears this, by the way. So I'll just tell him this podcast didn't air. I'll keep him busy with other things. Don't worry about it. Perfect. <laughs> um, any other stories that you want to share? Um, I can't think of anything. I mean, if you have questions, I'm happy to. You. I think someone on this podcast, myself included, is going to want to know at least one incriminating piece of evidence that he is human. Please. Um, I mean, I think the easiest thing is that people think because, and again, this comes back to that pedestal, um, because he is a coach, because he talks about nutrition and fitness, that he doesn't have those moments where he just wants to eat all of the nachos or anything salty. So if you're wondering about his weakness, it is salty, um, savory foods. It's not desserts, but he does go through all of those pieces and just has to kind of do it in moderation. Um, like he teaches clients and works through, but he does it too. And he loves it. He loves it. And so he laughs when people are like, oh, you don't do this. And he's like, yeah, we totally do. Specifically nachos. This is love. Yes. Nachos. And if they're made by my mom, it's game over. So fun <laughs> fact. I love that. I think, okay. So I, I asked this question to you, obviously on purpose, because we're trying to humanize the coach today. Um, because when we offer to individuals who might say to us like, oh, I, I, you know, I went over my points um, this week or this, this weekend kind of thing. And we say to you, okay, great. Like, did you work to minimize the damage? Did you enjoy yourself when that happened? It's not coming from a place where we are fishing for you to show remorse or to show guilt. It is actually to connect and say like, Hey, that's what life's all about. Like if you, if you scheduled something that you can enjoy, um, this is coming from a place of like, we understand you as a human. We don't want perfection because I don't want it in myself either. Um, so hopefully people can, can digest that pun. So, yes. And if you've heard him talk about spikes and swooshes, I've probably had the conversation with him for myself more times than, um, we want to admit because I know the answer. Um, but I still will go to him just for that confirmation that I need to hear it from someone else. Um, based on the fact that we do enjoy lots of food and snacks that we want to have in balance, um, but the impact that has on the scale or on kind of reaching goals, he's definitely really great at talking you through it in a quick way. That's cool. Cause you're also talking about like, well, people heard me mention that you guys have been together since about 16 years. Yeah. Um, and you're still periodically looking at him to say like, Hey, can you remind me of this head game that this scale is playing with me? Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes weekly. Um, 
or if something comes up on social media on a TikTok and it's not that I believe them because there's someone that has a lot of followers, I'll usually go and say, hey, I heard this, Al, what do you think of it? Did they explain this properly? What is your understanding? Um, so he is kind of that person that absolutely I go to for fact checking and knowledge because he has it. Beautiful. I love that. And I like that it's a lifelong kind of check-in because I think some people think like, okay, you've told me what this, what the scale is going to do. I understand that it's going to play head games. I should be set from here on out. And you jump on the scale, you see that spike and you're just like game over all over again. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully two people are hearing that you can have grace for yourself, um, that we all need those reminders because the head games, they just, they just keep happening. Yes. Cool. This has been thoroughly enjoyable. Um, do you want to leave us with a tip today? I'm putting you on the spot. A tip. What kind of tip would you like? Tip. You can give us a life tip. You can give us a tip about how to handle Alex if you want. <laughs> um, I give you permission to mess with him sometimes and have fun. I think it's okay to level the playing field a little bit. He is a coach. He is there to support, um, but he likes the fun too. So if you can find an opening. I'd say take it and it'll just make that relationship that much better for everyone. So uh, go for it. Have fun with them. Talk about nachos. Love it. That's great. Thank you. And thank you. I know you're busy. Um, you took time out today to, to talk to everyone is absolutely fantastic. It was good to spend time with you. Um, thank you to everyone for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please make sure to hit the like and subscribe button as well. You can share this podcast, uh, take a screenshot, share it to your favorite podcast pla or pardon me, share it to Instagram or Facebook so your friends can listen. Um, and we'll be back next Tuesday with another episode.